Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. I am super excited to talk about today's show. This show is going to be about ways that you can save money. Believe it or not, it's possible on your Disney vacation. Bruce and I get asked all the time um, by family and friends. On well, I don't how- get asked that much. You do. No. They know that. Well, yeah, I guess I, I get most of the questions. You kind of just chime in. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the podcast. Yeah, totally. It's the same exact, same exact thing. It's like we're talking to friends on this podcast. Like they ask you, everybody asks you questions, and I just kind of put my two cents in. Exactly. Yeah, but your two cents can sometimes like change the tone of, of how it goes. Like I love your two cents, so keep so it I up. Put in my two cents. That's it. I don't want to put any more. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I appreciate them. I hope All right. So, what's today's show too. about? Okay, so today we're going to talk about ways. I said that like I didn't know. I was pretending like I didn't know. Like I just showed up. No, I know you didn't. Actually, I don't. What is it about? It's tips on how to have a frugal Disney vacation. But the thing that I want to make sure that people understand, too, is like you can have a frugal vacation. It's possible. Yet you can have just as much fun and and enjoy and experience the magic that Disney has to offer. I think that's what made our vacations more enjoyable is after we, the first few we went on, we we thought that Disney was just kind of about the parks. Mm-hmm. We tried to fit in as much as we could, and we I think the first couple of times we didn't stay on Disney property, and we kind of just went to the parks, and that's the only thing we did when we went to Disney. Like we would just go to Magic Kingdom or Epcot, and then go back to our regular hotel and hang out around the Orlando area. And then as we got to know it more, we realized that you know there's just as much to do around the parks as there is in the parks. Yeah, and I think that part of being having a frugal vacation is definitely. Like my number one thing would be to plan beforehand because a lot of this stuff is um, stuff that you'll have to remember to bring with you. Yeah, I don't know if um, you can call this a, a frugal vacation. Well, more, would... a, a, a more frugal than a regular Disney trip vacation, you should say. Yeah, I mean, a vacation's a vacation. You know, I've never taken a vacation that you're not spending some kind of money, but we end up, we end up like before we get to Disney World, we'll we'll start like saving on other things. Like, do we really want to go to the movies this week? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll just skip on like everything. So we yeah. basically have no fun. Do we want to buy like... groceries this week or go to Disney world in a couple weeks? Eh, we'll go to Disney. Do the kids, do the kids really need milk? I mean, come on. It's overrated. Just have water with your cereal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, okay. So should we get right into it? Yeah, or... go. Let's just get okay. right to it. All right. So, my first one, I guess these won't be in any specific order, but um, my first one is going to have to be to visit during off-peak season. So um, typically, now 
there's many ways you can go about this. There's many sites out there with calendars on different off-peak seasons. And actually, I can do my own. I, I, I want to um, just go into it a little bit. But what that basically means is um, the parks are a little less busy and a little less crowded. Um, you definitely uh, want to be careful of holidays and school holidays. But also, like Florida holidays, because a lot of kids down south, they have different schedules than we do up north or out west. So you want to look into those. Um, the pros on that is that when you stay during off-peak seasons, not only is it less crowded, but Disney offers a lot of discounts. And they've been doing that for a while. I don't see the change, you know, anytime soon, because they were kept saying, you know, sometimes they'll even offer free dining, which is usually in the fall. Um, I, there was rumor that that was going to be ending and it has yet to end. So every year that comes out, I'm excited about, um, but you definitely want to do that. You definitely want to go a way to go about that is to register yourself on the Disney, uh, website, the official Disney world website, and they'll have your email address and send you, um, info on when they're providing a discount. So yeah, usually if you go there and use it, especially when you go and you use it once or twice, they'll send you early access codes too, pin codes. That's true too, as a frequent, as a visitor. But I think you, can you should also... just tell your kids, suck it up. Don't miss any days of school and know that you're going to miss five days of school to go to Disney and say, listen, get your stuff yeah. together. Don't get yeah. sick. Don't get sick. You know, we're going to go to Disney in whatever off season, January after New Year's. You're going to miss five days of school. You can't miss any school. That's what we tell our kids. Our kids miss five days of school a year. And every single year, those five days are the days we are at Disney. Seriously, it's you, so true. I don't feel so good. Suck it up. Go to school. Runny <laughs> nose. Get some tissues, and you go to school. <laughs> it's so true. Unless they're throwing up or have a fever, right. they're they're going to school, um, and I and they appreciate that too because they know, like, all right, I'm earning it. You yeah, know? they know they're gonna miss those Disney days. Vacation. They don't want to miss any more than they have to. Who wants to miss days of school just to stay home with us? We're boring. Totally. We're gonna stay. If I'm gonna miss school, I want to go to Disney. Okay, so we are totally boring. So nobody wants to stay home with us. <laughs> well, another so other than that, like keeping the kids home, like you said, because in order to stay off. So the number one trick to stay saving money at Disney is to keep your kids home from school. <laughs> oh my god, this is not going to go over well with a lot of these parents. But um, emails flowing in now as we oh, speak. Oh, totally. Yep. Um, but that is a good point because visiting during off pe off peak season does mean most cases that you do have to pull kids out of school because, you know, think about the vacations that are, you know, out there, everyone. I love Disney, but you will not catch me there on Christmas. You know what? I have gotten a lot of emails about people visiting during the holidays. And I first, I could not picture myself anywhere else in the world. Like, I think that that is going to be amazing to be down there during the holidays, Christmas and New Year's. However, I have, uh, someone in my group um, in my family is very impatient, doesn't like long lines or hmm. crowds. Not going to name your group. any names. Oh. Yeah. Not going to name any names. But um, I'll say it. It's me. I don't like large groups. <laughs> begins with a Bruce. That. Yeah. Well, so, you know, we do miss out on some of that stuff because he, you don't like the large crowds and it's stressful on all of us because I know you're not enjoying yourself. When yeah. It's you know too what? The thing is for me is that. Our kids, we try to make sure that they do well in school. So I do not mind um, having them miss a few days of school to go down there if it means a more enjoyable vacation for us. And, you know, if everybody goes on school vacations, I have to say, you know, we've gone on, on February vacation. And, you know, in the Northeast here, yeah, we have vacation. I think it's like the third week of February. Um, and we've gone on those. And it's, it's 
you spend the same amount of money, if not more, because it's peak season and it's less enjoyable. Well, yeah, because you, like you said, some people don't mind the crowds and their expectations in mind is that. No, because everybody's question is, when is the slowest time to go? No, I wouldn't say that because we have so many people that are going to be down there Christmas and that's when the parks reach capacity. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm torn between that. But again, if all right, we're getting on the whole show is about this one first one. So let's move on to the next one. We should probably do a show just about that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the reason why I picked that is because again, Disney does offer a lot of discounts during off-peak season. So that would be one way to save some money. Yeah. So the second way to save money, and many people might already know this, but some fail to remember, like while they're planning and and getting everything ready is really pack some snacks um you can bring in a lot of snacks in the parks and we even have snacks set up so like i'll go buy for instance um those little mini boxes of cereals and i'll keep them in the hotel room so in the morning when we're at the resort we're not spending money or using a dining credit on cereals or breakfast items so they can have you know because usually the kids wake up before we can even have like our first cup of coffee. They're oh, so yeah. excited. Just for a few, just for, uh, um, if in case someone's wondering when you do go to like a golden corral or the buffets, you are not allowed to take those cereals home with you. Let's <laughs> just put it out there. Yeah. Get it? Okay. Just cause in case anybody was wondering about that. Cause you know, sometimes you're like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm still hungry. I'm going to take four boxes of cereal in my pocket as I leave. But they frown upon that. Don't take a banana in your pocket. Just go. Not that we've done it. Just saying. Moving on, we are at the snack, bring snacks, you'll thank us. It's um, not only for the parks, you know, which many people already do, but you can also get a locker in the park. So if you don't want to carry around, you know, all these snacks with you, you can just rent a locker. Um, It's really inexpensive at the parks and, you know, keep your snacks in there for the whole day and go, go, go there once, twice. There's like a super Walmart right down the street from Disney World. Just rent, get, hop in your rental car. Oh gosh. My yeah. friends of the show there, and um, go to Walmart, pack up. We we will do that. There has been times where we haven't rented a car, so it was a little difficult for us to move around. So you have to remember while you're packing to remember some of the, those. We buy our bathing suits down there sometimes because we live in Alaska, <laughs> so we have Feb- to sell bathing suits up here. So sometimes you get to fly down there and you buy your bathing suit while you're down there. It's totally true. Yeah, goggles, bathing suits, whatever. So packing snacks. Yeah, so that's a huge uh, help with us, especially I find it more useful in the morning for some reason. Like like I said, like having breakfast in the room, if we have those, and you can fit those boxes of cereal in your suitcase, not a big deal. Um, and it just, it takes the edge off of the morning when everybody's hungry and you really don't want to spend money on bagels and cereals, even if you're on the dining plan. Like I like to keep my dining plan, um, I like to keep my, my meal credits for like the end of the day. Yeah. Or midday. Like you, you go to the, uh, if you, if you do eat in the, in the, uh, quick service places, if you do stay on Disney property, it's the same cereals you pay right. $4 for. You might as well just go to Walmart and get a whole package of them for $4. Exactly. So my next tip would be to bring, this is probably for younger kids, although older kids might have some too, um, bring costumes, etc. For kids or kids at heart from home, so I say, always buy my costume from home because it's way expensive <laughs> to buy one my size down there. Bruce always brings his Captain America costume down there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that this is big. This has helped us in the past 
now that our kids are older, they don't think of these as much. They don't, you know, now our eight-year-old, she doesn't really wear uh costumes in the parks anymore but when they were younger and they saw all these little girls in the Disney princess set costumes they're gorgeous and you can buy them here for a quarter of the price um, and pack it with you you know and save the money that you would spend on buying you know a costume down there on something else um, so that is huge so like I said at least a quarter of the amount and sometimes you can even go less than that if you go online and and um look at some of the discount sites for some of these costumes and they're pretty much the same. Yeah. I mean, maybe the ones in Disney are a little bit more, um, uh, bedazzled a little bit more, but for the price, I've always brought my own costume and that goes along the line with like part of my park packing list is like bring glow sticks and people think of them crazy when they read the list, but it's like, when we're down there and it's nighttime and all of a sudden everyone has these things that are glowing and they're like $20 for right. a little stick that's glowing. I just whip out my glow sticks that I got from the dollar store before we went and everybody's happy. Yeah. They're glowing. It's cool. So that really saves us money and it doesn't take away from the magic. Okay. All right. So the next tip would be split meals. I don't agree with this one, by the way. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. I think splitting meals is good if you have um, people in your group that might not eat as much as Bruce. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that you have a hard time splitting meals. But like for, for me, splitting meals, even if you're on the dining plan, we stretch our dining uh, plan by splitting meals. So for instance, our our 12-year-old is considered an adult, so she orders off the – she doesn't have to, but she um, is considered an adult, so she can order from the adult menu. So – when she orders a big meal, we have two twelve-year-olds, by the way. No, a twelve and a thirteen-year-old. Well, that's what I meant. Did you, <laughs> or did yeah. you forget? No, I remembered. Um, we found that a lot of times because you can't, if especially if you're in the park or wherever, even if you're like at the boardwalk eating lunch somewhere, it's not easy to take your uneaten meal to go with you. No, so... I agree with this for breakfast, especially. I'm not a huge breakfast eater, so mm -hmm. we'll get there's five of us in the family. We'll get two or three. Uh, meals for breakfast and then split them between the five of us and then the same thing for lunch you know we'll take whatever leftover dining plans we have or even if we don't have the dining plan yeah you know, we'll get two, just get two lunches and we'll split it between the five of us or three at the top so you, you take those uh that breakfast and lunch and you kind of make two meals out of it yeah and the portions are big enough where you can really go a long way with this it really really helps if you're on the dining plan though because you even though the dining plan ends up costing you more money up front in the long run you save because i feel like we're always eating on the dining plan and we are able to split meals and stuff maybe because it's like every meal comes with a dessert and yeah. everything you get more you don't, you're certainly not hungry when you're on the dining plan that's for sure yeah so you are able to split meals easier without feeling hungry at all i don't know that's i feel like a no-brainer for me. Yeah, I always feel hungry, though. I know. I was just thinking that. Um, okay, so the next one is definitely going to be look into any um, AAA. If you're a AAA member, many people might already know this, but if you're a member, you might be able to book through AAA and obtain some um, discounts through there and stay on Disney property. So, for instance, Two things like, I have to say about this. Oh. We are AAA members, and yeah. we all, we're doing a podcast where we suggest people check AAA, and we always forget to check AAA. Okay, I'm gonna. I know. I was afraid you were gonna say that, so I was. I was scared to put it on my list. Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest about it. Whatever. 
He's right. Every time we're like, don't. We have a bro. My 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 bro. Uh, Connie's brother. Uh, so our sister-in-law, his wife, always like no matter where she goes, she'll go to the movies and be like, hey, did you take AAA? Or she'll go out to the gas station. Did you take AAA? And uh, we never do that. I don't know why we don't do that. We have AAA and we're always like, hey, let's use these discounts. And then we never end up using any of them. We need to put like a sticky note somewhere on like our phones. Always ask for AAA because it does. It comes with a lot of member benefits and we really use AAA for our vehicles at home. Like it's something that. Especially if you're staying off property down there. Exactly. But there is some discounts on property. So if you're staying like on a value resort, you can even get more of a discount through some of these um, uh, plans. So something to consider definitely for a, a affordable vacation. Um, the next one, we spend a lot of money on these when we're not on the dining plan. Um, bagels? Water. No, no oh. bagels. Oh. <laughs> water bottles. Waters. Everybody's yeah. always so thirsty. It doesn't matter if you're, it's like, because Florida is always hot. Even like when the weather is says 70, you're like, oh, it's not going to be that hot. That sun is brutal. Yeah. And walking around, you get so thirsty. Not, so I call it brutal. I think I call it nice. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but the kids always, you know, they're always so thirsty. And a, wa- a bottle of water at the parks, it's like, what? It's up to almost $3. $14. Yeah, it's expensive. So one of the great things that Disney has done is they have put in water fountains in areas. And you can um, bring a, a water bottle with um, a filter. You can bring it with you, pack it in your suitcase. And while at the parks, you can fill those up. And it really, really helps. You can even ask for ice at any of the areas that sell um, drinks or ice. So it's or if really you're on Or if you're on the dining plan and say there's five, like there's five of us in our family. So if we're on the dining plan and we'll get five waters. But what you can do is ask for a couple cups and then that one water can fit two or three people at the meal. And then you can stock, stock away two or three waters in your bag for later. We always seem to do that. I Never drink like... out of your water bottle. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like Gross. when we're on the di- no, when we're on the di- when I know we're on the dining plan, I don't bother packing a water bottle from home because I know, um, I know that most of our most often we all order waters with our meals at the parks or wherever, and we end up with so many water bottles that we don't need extra. Like no one really orders soda. No, because you're, you're so thirsty and hungry. You never think yeah. you don't want soda. Maybe you do. You're the only difficult one. Thanks. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think that that will definitely be a way to definitely save money. The other part of it would be, and we've talked about this in other podcasts before, don't add car copper. I don't think you need it. I think that if you're trying to save money on a Disney vacation, I think that adding park hopper is really unnecessary. Um, it's an unnecessary expense. And it's it's we, easy it's easy to do because even with the uh, if you go two days they're like oh sp- spend three days for a hundred bucks and you're like oh I can't I can't why not just just go a hundred then you get to the third day like hey go four days for fifty dollars more right so it's very easy to say hey add a park hopper for twenty five dollars a person but you know that could be a hundred hundred twenty five dollars that you just don't need yeah you don't need it I don't know it's something that I can live without for sure and if I'm trying to be frugal. Definitely, that's one of the things that are is, it's a, it's going off the list. So I don't need to have e park hopper. Um, the next one is hard for me because I have a hard time with this. Um, this would have to be staying consider staying off property. There, you some... know what? I don't have a hard time with this because really no, because here's the thing. 
I think that you can stay off property, but basically sleep off property, but spend the entire time on property. I guess that's true. Unless you don't have a, I mean, I'm not saying this. I know everybody's going to think I'm saying this because I always say get a rental car, but um, if you don't rent a car or you don't have your own transportation, that's the only time it can be tricky because you'll have to take a taxi cab or something and it can be tiring later in the night. But you can, like if you're only, I mean, people spend thousands of dollars a day at these resorts and they go to the parks. They're there for seven days. They spend five days in the parks and then, they yeah, they're not really see their hotel or their resort. I mean, there's so much to do in each one of these resorts that that's a vacation in and of itself. And nobody spends the time at the resort. They always think of going to the park. So if you stay off property, you could save yourself a significant, significant. amount of money and spend all your time on property. You could also break it up. Like you could also even, which we have done, which like was you awesome. Stay off property, but you stay on property. <laughs> We've done. Um, We've stayed off property during the first leg of our trip and then stayed on property towards, like, the end of our trip. Yeah, don't do it and, the other way around, though. Yeah, that's not as fun. It's like, oh, Very you sp- feel like you're being punished. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's over. No. Um, you look but, over the fence at the kids who have the pool, and you're like, oh, they have a pool. Dang. Why can't we be like them? Yeah. So staying off property, again, the Disney area, they, Orlando, they, they've done a lot with some of these resorts, uh, some of these um, hotels um, that offer buses to the Disney parks. And like Bruce said, if you're spending five days um, down there and three of them you're going to be at the parks, that's three days you're really not going to see your your hotel at all or your resort. So it's something to consider, especially if you're saving money. Um, And some of these um, hotels offer breakfast in the morning so that's another expense that you would be paying the only thing with some of these hotels that i find that i forget after we book is that a lot of them um you have to pay for like they're called resort fees or if you are renting a car they actually charge you to park yeah look into that i didn't like that there's sometimes like there are a few occasions where we were kind of surprised i guess i didn't really really read the fine print and i'm like oh it was kind of a bummer because it was a lot It, it wasn't like a small amount of money. No, it's like $25 or like $50 it was a lot. for the week for parking. You're like, really? Yeah, I don't know. I felt a little bit cheated. So just be sure to look into any of the fine print when you're looking to stay off property. Look into if some of them offer breakfast. Um, just, It's a good idea if you're trying to be frugal. But if you... De- dead set on staying on property, maybe you can think of something like certain um like like i said earlier how we went uh and stayed off property during the beginning of our trip and then moved to the uh resort towards the end of the trip which saved us a lot of money and it almost felt like two vacations in one it was like the leaning up to it was really exciting yeah like stay maybe wait those last if you're going for five days the last two days don't go to parks and just rent the resort and then use the resort amenities for those two days so you get to enjoy them for all the money you spend I do think I'm a strong believer in, like, if you're going to be spending money to, to stay on property and visit a Disney resort, make sure you carve time into enjoying the resort. It's a way – you don't you think? Like, I just yeah. feel like so many people don't um, do that, and I, I'm a strong believer in it. Okay, so a couple last ones. One of them, bring your own stroller from home. That's something that saved us money so many times in the past. Now our daughters don't really need a stroller, although sometimes. I do. <laughs> yeah. 
or our oldest is like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. Um, but it definitely saves us money. You you might not think you might need it or whatever. If your child's under five, I would say definitely consider it. And if you're oh, flying, wow. don't like go to Walmart and buy one for twenty dollars for the whole. And you, I mean, I don't want to say it's so expensive. You can just like, but you can just like donate it when you're done. You don't need to take it home with you. It's like fifteen well, you- twenty dollars. That's how much a one stroller costs to rent in the park. It is true, but you can bring it with you um, if you're flying as well. I don't know if Bruce is aware of that. You should just go to Walmart and buy one for 15, 20 Bruce will do anything so he doesn't fly. He's like, well, we can't fly. We can't bring a stroller. (laughs) (laughs) Got to drive. Sorry. (laughs) I know. So don't don't listen to that, Barna. But um, but yeah, he's right, though, on the fact that, like, considering how much it costs per day to rent a stroller down there, you really, I mean, like if you don't want to bring it back home, you can definitely do that. We I actually did that. To carry, just carry your jackets or your bag or whatever in it too. It's, it's just easier than carrying a backpack around with you the whole time. And it's then true. you can just kind of dump it in a line, go off for a couple hours and then come back and get it. We don't do that. No, we don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, and the last one is, you know, might be hard for some people, but it's, it's not so hard for us. We give our kids a budget to buy one special item, um, you know, we can't just say one special item because God knows how much it will be when they pick right. the perfect item. But we definitely do think that, you know, bringing home a little keepsake is always fine, no matter how many times you go down. Um, budget. Make your kids pay for their own way. Oh, gosh. Here we go. This is another podcast. But yeah, usually no, they... seriously. Make your kids pay. Have them do some stuff. It's true. It does give them a sense of appreciation. Yeah, like sure. we make our kids pay a certain amount of money in order to go. And we give them ideas of how they can accomplish that. And we help them. We don't just make them do it on their own. But, you know, it gives your kids a sense of appreciation for what it takes to actually go to Disney. Because we do go to Disney a lot. And it's very easy for our kids to become spoiled when it comes to just expecting to go every year or two or three times a year. But when they know how to work and... You know, it's easy to save $100 over a year. But if they only have three months to save $100, that's a little bit more tricky for a 12-year-old. They're going to think about things that they would normally just want to do um, that, you know, they might reconsider, you know, do this or save some money and we can actually go well, to Florida. Well, when they pick up that $50 doll, they're like, wow, this isn't just cost $50. That's like me shoveling 25 driveways. No, it's true. Is that doll worth shoveling right. 25 driveways? Yeah. No, no. you're right. You're right. I really think that that's key. Um, and it's the way we do it anyway. It works for us. Yeah, and... I mean, listen, this isn't a parenting podcast. <laughs> it's not. Because we wouldn't be on it if it was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but definitely, I think having a budget ahead of time, whether it's like $20, it doesn't have to be a big budget. We've done like $15 and they got a mug. They got like a special cup. Um, you know, obviously something that would travel well all the way back home. But it makes them appreciate that souvenir much more um, by knowing they can only choose one. So they they put a little more thought into it, which I love. So yeah, the only thing about that is that you you're ba- basically your kid's going to get their souvenir the last day. Yeah, it's true. Because nothing's be good crazy. enough up until that last day when you know you're leaving tomorrow. Or they'll be like, oh, I need to go back. Yeah, to oh, nothing's I- as good as that one thing that I didn't buy the first day. I thought oh. I was going to find something better, but nothing. Darn. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've done this in the past too, where we'll dedicate like one afternoon of like shopping. Oh yeah, you know? I love that day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Disney Springs shopping is fun. I like that because you can find there are some cool things at the parks that sometimes you can't pass up. Like I think our girls have gotten stuff from the um, Tower of Terror. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. How'd you know? Because I remember I know what you're talking about. Oh, we live yeah. in the same house, you know. 
oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> just like, did you just read my mind? That yeah. was weird. All right. So, um, but anyway, that you really, they know instantly, like, this is it, mom, I'm buying that, you know, I really want to buy this. So, but um, you can definitely spend like a couple hours as part of your vacation down Disney Springs or used to be downtown Disney because it's all the same type of things at those stores. So you can really buy a souvenir and not feel like you're taking away from any of your park time by shopping. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really love shopping when I'm at the parks. Unless it's like at night and the parks, the attractions are closed. I feel like I've seen everything and then I have that time. Because usually the stores stay open. Yeah. Um, in the evening and then it's okay. But of course, like any of the, um, uh, shops that were part of the attraction were closed. So. I love shopping at the stores that have food. Yeah. That's Bruce's souvenir. Yeah. I don't like the shopping at the stores that don't have food. Those bore me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yep. So that was a few, I think we can go, we can probably do another podcast with some more, but I think that that's something that. We could do another whole show about either staying on property or off property. Maybe the, uh, the. Opposite. Well, I don't know how to say it. How do you say that? Re. Wait. What? Like the pros and cons. There we go. No, oh, you did it. Thought of it. Pros and cons. I'll just edit that right out of the show. Nobody will even know I did that. <laughs> no one will ever know. Um, pros and cons of staying on or off property. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good that's a good part. Because we still we still to this day think about. I mean, we always stay on property now, but up until this point, we always thought about. You know, we're always budgeting and thinking of the pros and cons for either staying on property or off property. No, but we do do the um, half and half. Yeah. And it works really well for us. It actually works for a few of uh, friends have gone down and they've stayed at moderate um, during the beginning leg of their trip, and which includes, and this is something to think about too, their transportation from the airport to their resort. So that's something that they don't have to pay. It's like $100 to get a taxi from... Orlando uh, Airport to yeah, and it's super the, comfortable too. The the Disney bus? No, the taxi. Oh no, kidding! Right, <laughs> he's being sarcastic. Um, but the so they did that at the moderate resort. I think they stayed at the Port Orleans, and which you know compared to some of the hotels, it's pretty much the same price to stay on Disney property. Um, and then towards the end of their trip, they uh, went to the Swan and Dolphin, which they loved as well, and had a very, very enjoyable experience. So something to think about. You yeah. can you can do that. It's allowed. Listen, it's your trip, man. Yeah. Anything Take charge. Allowed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're the owner. Yeah. <laughs> we can tell you how to do your trip. Not even us. <laughs> oh, we can't? I mean, we can try, but oh. nobody really right. listens. <laughs> all right so i think that's gonna do it for today you know what, go over to the website leave a comment on this episode this is episode um i don't even know either i'm gonna look it up right now number 34 so this will be episode number 34 go the conversation will continue on unlockingthemagic.com. go over there leave your comments on the post um, we're always checking that to uh, see what you guys have to say and also if you have any questions you know the email address it's info at unlockingthemagic.com. Um, tell us what shows you want to hear about or if you have any questions or whatever. If you want to just say hi, see what we're up to. Like hi. We said we're kind of boring at night. Just kind of home. Yeah. Right. So, you know. And uh, also from the website, you can check us out on Facebook or Twitter or get Connie's packing list or sign up on the newsletter for our weekly newsletter about some tips or tricks or information that's coming out about Disney or we usually send out come sign some questions of future podcast episodes that we're thinking about doing, but we want to know what you guys want to hear. So 
you know, you can find all that great info on unlockingthemagic.com. Oh, I just thought of the next show. I want to talk about um, a listener email had said, asked us ways to surprise their kids um, about a Disney vacation for Christmas. So oh, yeah. I want to definitely do that because we've done it. And I've actually had given Bruce a surprise birthday present. <laughs> you did? Last year. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Anyways. Yeah, that was but, uh, pretty good. Yeah, and so friends have done stuff, too, that they've told me. So I definitely have some suggestions for you. Now that it's leading up to Christmas, some of you might be um, giving some vacations as part of your, what a but what the That is the best gift. I want a Disney vacation. <laughs> I want to get myself a Disney vacation this Christmas. Yeah. Um, All right. I just want to uh, say thank you to a couple of listeners because they emailed us, and I know I would know that we've been saying for a while we'll answer some questions, and it, it's taken us a little bit to get back to people. Um, longer than usual, just trying to catch up. I mean, we've been getting a lot of emails, so with life I and children it. and the podcast. I love the emails. It really makes puts a smile on my face. Love it. Um, definitely think we should continue with the listener email show. Yeah, if you have a question, send us send us a a question because uh, we love hearing from you guys. You know, Mary, Wilfredo, James, Allison, Jennifer, Dalton, Carol, Jason. Thank you so much for all the emails. If we haven't gotten back to you already, we will soon. Thanks, everybody. That it? That it. That was a awesome. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. It was like I... the press. Oh, thanks, everybody. See you later. <laughs> I'm sad that it's over. Bye. We'll keep talking. See ya. <laughs>